Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Chelsea, and I want you to create a happy family. I use my background in Western and Eastern medicine, birth, and ancient yogic practices to help the modern mother learn how to live a healthier life and create conscious children. This is your guide to fertility, conception, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and the early childhood years. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. I am here today to help talk a lot of you through the process of being alone right now and how to raise your vibration. I want to go deeply into some spiritual practices you can do at home. And I want to talk to those that are thinking about becoming pregnant during this time of the coronavirus and everything that's happening on the planet right now. I've had many, many women reach out and say, is it a good time to become pregnant? Can I do this consciously? Can I hold a baby at this time? And I think it's actually some of the most important times on the planet right now to have a baby because there's so many souls that are leaving. And so it's going to create a great and open space for new and high caliber souls to come down. And so I'm going to speak uh, and use information from my two books, which can be found at www.mysticalmotherhood.com. I'm going to be reading out of um, my second book, Fertile, which is Prepare Your Body, Mind, and Spirit for Conception and Pregnancy to Create a Conscious Child, written under Pritam Atma. And I'm also going to be speaking from my first book, Mystical Motherhood, which um, I just republished under my um, pen name, Pritam Atma. And I'm going to go over some basic things that any woman or any man can do at home to raise your vibration and what's really going on on the planet around opening of the heart and the dropping of ignorance and attachment. And then I'm going to be talking to specifically to women who are about to go into labor and are going to be without a partner and also to women who are about to become pregnant and need guidance on how to do this properly and how to bring down a high caliber soul when the planet is so deeply deeply in need of change. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please write me at mysticalmotherhood at gmail.com with absolutely any questions. I am here for you. I am here to help many women bring these children down. And if you like this, share this with your friends, share this on social media. So women know that it's, if, if we're going to change, we have to do it within. Today is March 27th, and so we're still in the post-equinox period on the planet. And so about 13 days after equinox is a really powerful period to create a higher vibration within yourself that can last um, until the next equinox, until fall equinox. And because of what's happening on the planet, and there's uh, a lot happening more than this virus, there's a battle between uh, light and dark. And many of you will have a lot of energy around you that is not just about the virus. Perhaps it's negativity with your family or things happening in your homes, lights going on and off, um, doors opening, uh, computer viruses. It's going to be an incredibly high, high energy right now. And so you're going to have a choice. And 
part of you, the negative part of you is going to probably get drawn into that constant negativity, but the part of you that's neutral and knows better is going to need to take over. And so if you're at home right now and you don't know how to spend your time, you need to organize yourself. And it really, really helps, as I've always said, and I've said in Mystical Motherhood, to get up in the early morning and to start a meditation practice. If you haven't done this in your life yet, I can't tell you how important it is to structure your day in a way that you get up in the morning, you have a coffee, you do a meditation, you work out, you you create some sort of a plan, even if you're working from home or if you're not working right now. If you're a mother and your children are at home with you, it's incredibly critical for you to create a really, really calm household. And so who creates the household? That's you. Your energy, the matriarch, creates the concentric circles where everyone will follow you you around. And your vibration creates the relationship. It creates how everyone's feeling. It creates what's going on within your own temple. And so some ways to make your house feel better is first off, you make yourself feel better. And then second, you can play mantras throughout the household all the time. If you are feeling you're needing some protection right now, there's a mantra um, by White Sun and I think Sanatam Kaur. You can find on iTunes or on um, on, on Spotify, on YouTube, and it's called Tithai Tu, Tithal Tu. And I'll put this in the notes. It's a protection mantra. It's really, really, really important to feel protected right now, especially in these 13 days post-equinox, because we're going to have a choice over the next six months um, to choose this higher vibration or go onto a lower vibration. And it's going to be really hard to get out of that lower vibration if you don't set your um, pace right now, and you're going to get tested a lot to get out of it. So you have to make it a priority to, to feel good, to talk to good people. And you also have to create boundaries in your life around people that are not healthy for you and not good and don't make you feel good inside. Because there's a lot happening, um, and sometimes we can only handle what is in front of us and taking one step at a time. So if your body needs to rest right now, you need to sleep. If you just need to eat, then you need to eat. But take it one day at a time as the pressure increases on the planet. That's all you can do. In my previous podcasts over the last year or so, I've been talking about the heart opening of humanity that was coming. I knew it was coming in 2020. I didn't know how big it would be, and I didn't know how it would become, how it would actually come. And I didn't know how dark the force would be that could actually potentially create it. And so this is a quote I actually posted on my personal Instagram on Prit, under Pritam Atma about a year ago in March. And it's not my quote, it's by this man named Abdi. And he said, heart opening on the level of humanity is coinciding with heart opening on the level of the individual. For the heart to be opened, one has to go through whatever energies the heart has been holding and hindering its opening. That means the energy of sadness, grief, heartbreak, and so forth have to be released. Releasing such energies means having to really, having a real experience creating the emotions. 
Heart opening happens in stages. When you go through these emotions, you end up with euphoria and experiencing your being through your heart. Then anytime you are at your high vibration, you will be in a heart space. Anytime you're in your low vibration, you will be in a head space. This can alternate as many as a few times a day. It's exhausting for the emotional body and confusing for the mind to the extent that some people experience bipolar thoughts and depression. This will all pass and is a process that the 144,000 have to go through now or very soon. So what he is saying is as your opening of your heart, all of the lower chakra um, parts of you have to be healed. And so I have also spoke about this um, so many times, the self-sabotagers within us are are repetitive self-sabotaging issues and our um, original wounds. So whatever the wounds that from childhood that you keep recreating within the people of your life will come up in your face right now. And these wounds could be your belief systems around wealth, uh, around attachment to relationships, around attachments to things, to jobs, to career, your fear-based needs of uh, money, shelter, food, anything that's unhealed in these lower chakras is going to rise up right now, especially in the isolation and in um, the aloneness that everyone's feeling. Part of the awakening process is isolation and being alone. So you can really see what can come out in the silence of your mind. And if you're able to actually be in a place of being rather than doing, and that was looking at the balance of the masculine and feminine. So if you're beginning to feel a little crazy right now, um, that bipolar feeling he mentioned in that quote, the going between the heart to the mind, to the heart and the mind, remember those words. And um, a mantra that really, really helps the heart open at a time like this is Mira Manaloche. It is a, it is from the Sikh, um, the Sikh lineage, and it is it heals the wounds of the heart, and it's going to allow that mantra. If you want to say it eleven times a day for eleven days, you can sing the song, and I'll post this in the notes of this podcast. Will really help ease the transition that's happening on the planet within the next seven years, because it can either be painful or you can allow it to happen. But in order for that heart to open, you have to get out of the mind. And so the mind's always going to blame a lot of people, blame a lot of things outside of yourself, blame the loss of the job on somebody else, blame the loss of a relationship on somebody else, blame everything that's falling apart on somebody else, but it's all your own creation. And so another meditation that really helps with those thoughts that, you know, everything's going wrong, it's always somebody else, obsessive thoughts over somebody else is um, the addiction meditation. And this can be found on my website at www.mysticalmotherhood.com. It's very simple. It's super fast. You can do it for five minutes a day and you're going to see a huge, massive difference in the type of obsessive thoughts you have and the addictions you may be experiencing if you're home alone and maybe you're drinking too much or maybe you're eating too much or maybe you're thinking too much, it really, really, really eases that and makes a deeper presence and peace within you. So now I want to talk about those who are thinking about having a baby at this time and it's a super valuable time to have a child on the planet. I can't tell you how important your job is if you're choosing to do so. And I believe 
that there will be a baby boom that we've <laughs> like we've never really seen before. Right now, the um, reproductive clinic, the IVF and IUI clinic I work at in Brooklyn, New York, is closed because our governing body, the ASRM, has said that we cannot help anyone become pregnant. That does not mean that you should not ha- have a baby the old-fashioned way. But because you have some time on your hands and some silence within um, the chaos, this is a really, really good time to plan for conscious conception. And the work I have put out in the world with mystical motherhood is exactly what you need to be reading and to be preparing for the type of experience you can create for this planet. And so a lot of people are wondering what they can do to help. And I can tell you right now, one of the most powerful things you can do as a woman is change your generational history and allow a new type of being to come to the planet. So if all these, um, if all of these souls are leaving by the, by the thousands, who knows how many by the end, there's going to be a space, a vacuum that will need to be filled, a space that will energetically need to be filled. And if we raise our vibration enough, which is happening, or there wouldn't be such a, a backlash of this dark energy on the planet. Um, we can fill that space with higher souls that can come here in this new Aquarian age to change things. And so I want to give you some pointers. And I'll, again, I will tell you the page that some of these are on uh, and what you can do doing at home. So both of my books are very different. Um, Mystical Motherhood uses Maslow's hierarchy to take people from their base needs to their higher needs of, you know, how to become a self-actualized human. And the only way we can create and raise self-actualized humans is doing that ourselves, changing ourselves. And so in that book, I talk about some, I bring in a lot of the ancient Indian technology of Kundalini Yoga, and I talk about this a lot on the podcast of how important it is for you to raise your vibration. How do you do that when you're going crazy at home? You do some yoga. And what's the fastest type of yoga on the planet to help change you? Kundalini. I don't know anything faster. If you can find one and write me, I'll do it. But I really, really like this. Um, So I want to give you a quote by um, Yogi Bhajan about preparation for conscious conception and the type of children that are going to be coming down to the planet. He said this in 1972. He said, the coming children in 90 years from today will have a brain with a special development around the point of the pineal gland. They will have small cells, which shall be known by the knowledgeable people as vibratory centers through which ordinary men shall communicate at long distance at the same time without physical with their psyches and shall have and the reverse effect of all knowledge of the mental process of different frequencies to relate to that great human vibratory level on all which future consciousness man shall talk and communicate. I am making a statement. You can mark it down. Those words may not make any sense to you right now, but what he's talking is about is the type of children that are becoming down are going to have such a high vibration and high frequency, their pineal glands will be open. And what a pineal gland is, I didn't know until mine opened, is we have two eyes that look forward. And when your pineal gland looks forward, you are actually seeing the world from 360 degrees. It's like a panoramic view. 
of all dimensions and all time and space so that you're not just on this earth walking, you're walking in many times and spaces at one time and you're able to actually walk into people's homes in your mind or think and other people can communicate with you quicker. So if I think of a thought, they may pick up the phone and call me, things like that. That is a very simple way of talking the type of communication and and future we're walking into with these type of children. So what are some basic yogic practices you can do at home to prepare your body for conception? Sakriya. Sakriya is in my book. It's on my website. It's in the book Mystical Motherhood that's available on Amazon. You can go to www.mysticalmotherhood.com. Sakriya helps to balance the lower chakras and bring the energy up and it prepares the uterus and the cervix for pregnancy. It's incredibly valuable to becoming pregnant and it gets you what you want. Um, Frogs, kundalini frogs, which if you Google that on YouTube, are really, really good exercise because they're also going to um, um, move the energy up into the body. If you do Sakriya and some, you know, 26 frogs a day, that's Sakriya 11 minutes and 26 um, frogs a day, that is awesome. Um, for becoming pregnant. Also, the sock kriya is incredibly valuable for, for men in your life. If you have a man in your life that's under a lot of stress right now because of what's happening because of his work or, or being home with him, some things you can have him do is the sock kriya for 11 minutes. Just know that the thumbs cross a different way. And this can be easily found and Googled online or in my book, um, which is available on Amazon. And then, um, the Sopuric prayer, which I mentioned in a previous po- podcast, Sopuric, if you say that prayer uh, 11 times a day for the man in your life or for any man or all the men on the planet, you will help to raise their vibration because a lot of men are not uh, able at this moment to to do the work, though they're interested in doing the work. You can actually hold that vibration for the entire family. So some things you can talk about with your husband if you're, you know, not working or money's an issue or you are, you don't, you know, you need to plan your life ahead. You can ask these types of questions. And this is in my book, Mystical Motherhood. I don't have, I just reprinted it. So I don't know the page it will be when it comes, when you buy it on Amazon, but on the old version, it's page 78 or 75. And you, some questions you guys can talk about as a couple is that you need to fully understand what type of roles you'll, you will be playing when this child is born, what type of roles the family members will be playing. And, you know, if your jobs are changing, how many hours you plan on work when you ha- to work when you have this child, who will be taking care of the child? Even if you have other children, how are you going to manage taking care of the child? Um, don't just assume that family will help you and don't assume that your partner will help you if you're, you know, having another child or you are having your first child. What are you going to do about vaccinations? Things you need to think about um, is it in future discipline. Uh, where will the child sleep? Where do you ultimately want to live? Um, how do you want to school this child? And especially monetary um, ways of taking care of the type of child you're trying to bring down. In the ancient times women would take, you know, I mean, I think 40 lifetimes, 40, 40 years, 40 days, a lot of time to consciously conceive a child. So you can begin to speak to that child right now. If you need money to have a child, start to ask the child to create that money. If you're looking for a partner, have that 
child bring the partner to you. Have active communication with the the other planets or um, this higher, begin to meditate on this child and ask the child to bring you everything that you need to have that child be safe on this planet now. And you will be surprised at the ways things that will come to you when you actually begin to pray for it. Another thing that's really, really important um, to do as you're preparing, consciously preparing to bring a child down at this time is doing a personality inventory. So this means you have to go through your personality and everything that has happened to you up until this point that has brought you to where you are. So this is a writing exercise. You can identify who you are as a mother, who you were or are as a child, who you are as a woman and the type of impressions you make on other people. So you need to understand who you'll be as a parent. You need to understand what your parents were like. So writing about the type of parents you had and the type of um, things that the way you were born and the way you grew up and how you want to change that. You have to go through your memory bank. And I often talk about this in other podcasts, but you can make a timeline and write down significant memories from your past and journal about them. So you can do this by, if you're artistic, making a long line along your wall, like maybe a lot of papers are lined up buying, you know, buying those big pieces of notepad papers on Amazon and, and honestly timeline your life. And, and look at the significant people, the significant events that have actually programmed you epigenetically. And so then you can see how your behavior or your current patterns are created from these programs and, and events and perhaps your self-sabotagers or if you're caught in a childhood issue, you can understand where that happened in your personality. And then you can begin to use my second book, Fertile, which is available on Amazon under Pritam Atma, to energetically clear that, or you can use Kundalini meditations to clear that. And there's almost 20 Kundalini meditations that are specific for motherhood in my first book, Mystical Motherhood. And there's a lot of free ones on my website at www.mysticalmotherhood.com. And if you're feeling the stress of what's happening right now, start a meditation practice. There's no reason not to. I have lots of videos online and I've already given you about four, four to five meditations throughout this um, podcast. But understanding your past will help you understand who you are going to be as a mother and the types of wounds you need to heal and having this ability to look at yourself and having the self-confrontation will allow you to be a better human and a better mother because without self-confrontation, you can't face the truth. And if you can't face the truth, then you're living in ignorance and you're living in attachment. And that's why your heart is not going to be able to open. And it's going to be a lot painful for you over the next seven years if you can't have that level of self-confrontation. And for me, this is really what conscious conception is all about. I'm going to give you another meditation that's taken from my book, Fertile. This is on page 101. And this is something you can do when you're at home right now during this time. And you have a lot of time on your hands. So this is called Healing Your Inner Child, Learning to Mother Yourself. I always talk about this with all of my clients is whenever they're reacting to something in their life, they're often reacting from that little girl or... um, 
their partners reacting from that little boy. And so the little girl and the little boy will meet and begin to parent at that level. And so in order for us to not program our children with those past behavioral issues and changing the epigenetics and generational history, and also um, helping our partners and ourselves raise to a new level, we have to look at our at our original wounds, and this is going to help open your heart. And we have to look at where the little girls in us are really, really hurt. And sometimes there's actually all the time there's multiple little girls that are hurting. And so you may be um, going back into a level of you're a five year old, or maybe you're a fourteen year old, depending on the human you're talking to, or depending on the situation that you're dealing with. So back to page one hundred one, healing your inner child, learn how to mother yourself. Number one, this is something you can do at home. List all of your traumas and dramas between the ages of zero and 12. If your mother was told, if your mother told, if, if your mother has told you stories about negative events that happened while you were in the, in utero, list these two. Number two, rescue your inner child and begin to mother her. This can be done at one age or multiple ages. You can find this child in any memories that still haunt you or in memories left unhealed. And this is a lot about your, you know, going back to writing out your personality and writing out your, your, your history. And then you can begin to see also the history of your mother and it, or of other relatives. And it may actually, a lot of the historical patterns that um, come through you is for you to heal theirs. You'll find that um, if you ask your family or if you go into your um, pineal gland or intuition, you'll know that you're healing it for other people. So number three, take some time to tell this child that you love her. So this is your inner child and that she is not alone. You need to hold her and make sure that she knows she is cared for. So you can even hold a pillow while you do this. So if you're you know, going through the heart opening, which and over the next seven years or even over the next year, as our planet is changing, um, all your wounds are going to come up. And the people and places around you and events will help to bring those up no matter what you, if you want that to happen or not. And so knowing um, why you're getting triggered and going to help that little girl that's actually triggered, and it's not the adult self, it's the little girl oftentimes. So going and holding her and putting her in a safe spot. So you can do this by number four, you go into the memory, the actual room or the trauma or the drama. So you actually remember the memory and you pick up this child. So if you're having a memory of being abused by your, by your mother or your father or an uncle, you need to actually walk into that memory and you carry out the child from the house. You have to put the child in a protective place. You have to make a place that is secure for your child, for your inner child. So when I work with clients, I have them make a place, you know, any house that they feel is safe. It can be anything of your imagination. This is a house on the ocean or a tree house or a house in the woods. And there has to be everything there that the child needs to heal. So you actively have to walk into your memories and replace that memory with, with some sort of a better memory or heal it with using the element of fire. So you create a loving home and you place that child, um, in that loving home all like over and over and over again, when you get triggered, because usually you're not being triggered in the present moment. You're being triggered by something that happened in your past. That's still living in your field. 
So if you had anything that happened to you in the past, like you were yelled at, you were abused, you were sexually abused, um, anything that does not feel right in your soul that triggers you, you need to talk to the perpetrators of your past or your past caretakers. If you don't do that, um, you will your subconscious will, they won't have any action taken towards them. And I want to um, tell you right now that part of this has come from many different healers. I've worked with a lot of this, but a lot of this has come from one of my teachers, Celestine Starr. And she specifically taught me about um, rescuing the inner child using a pillow or using, um, or using uh, a, a way to the, to heal the perpetrator. So she explained to me that if you don't, if your mom abused you or something happened in your life or your mom was a tra- drama queen or your dad was a, an asshole or whatever, they need to to either go to school, they need to be met by the angels, they're somewhat, somehow they need to have some retribution for what they did to you and your soul. And even if they're dead, so maybe they go to school for a couple of years, parenting school, maybe they um, have to uh, be taken away and maybe they have to go to jail. But Celestine Starr, which I'll put her information at the bottom of this podcast and you can call her for sessions or a call, email me at mysticalmotherhood at gmail.com and I'll give you her information. But she's made it really, really clear how important this is for the subconscious to know that um, that these people are getting the help they need. If you had a lot of trauma growing up, a really good meditation for that is called the Jupiter Chakra Meditation. And on my website at mysticalmotherhood.com, you can Google in meditation for attachment, kundalini meditation for trauma or attachment, and the Jupiter Chakra Meditation will come up and it's incredibly powerful for healing these past wounds really quickly without going to therapy. (laughs) Um, And therapy helps, but this will also help you. So again, some of the things we talked about to prepare for conscious conception is to look at your timeline, to find your wounds, Mm -hmm. to find where there would be gaps in your mothering, to locate all the type, you know, your personality, uh, how would you, how you are as a mother, how you are as a parent, how you are as a friend, how you are as a lover. And so that you can become a whole person and then to also look at your memory timeline and to heal the little girl, you know, the different ages where you had the most trauma. So you can help to raise that little girl up to your current age so that there's uh, also a whole person that's fully healed and ready to consciously conceive a child. Some other things you can be doing at home for conscious conception other than these um, really valuable meditations and information I'm providing is is preparing your house. And this doesn't mean just, you know, cleaning the house out, which also really, really helps, but um, amplifying the environment. And so when the Hathors of ancient Egypt or the temples of Greece for creating children, they would use sound and vibration and uh, color and different harmonics to create a higher vibration within them. So if you're going to heighten your consciousness and be able to become uh, capable of holding this type of a child, you need to look at where your awareness is. So not only, so we've talked about monitoring your thoughts and you can use that addiction meditation that will really help you with, you know, creating better thoughts and 
that are less addicted to negativity, but you can use sound in your house. So playing mantras, I love to always recommend the White Sun albums for people that are trying to make their house calmer. So if you have children right now and you're worried about what's happening inside of them with all the pressure that's happening, make sure you have mantras playing in your house all day long and at night. If you're feeling unprotected, again, play the mantra Tithel too, and I'll put that in the notes. And just in general, mantras from the White Sun albums or Sonatum Core or any mantras that you love are going to create a higher vibration and make you your negative thoughts go to positive thoughts without you doing a lot of work. And Anytime I'm working with a client that's never meditated before, I always start by having her play just mantras or him play just mantras. And I find that over time, those mantras turn into wanting to meditate because the consciousness begins to shift. And I know over the next seven years, the consciousness is going to shift greatly on the planet. So I know that more people are going to begin to be open to this because they're either going to need it for survival or they're going to be forced to do that. So back to sound, making things beautiful. So making sure that, you know, your, the smells around you are beautiful. The sights around you are beautiful. I can't tell you how important it is to create a temple and to make yourself feel beautiful inside and also the external world. And this is old temple keeping from the ancient days. I talk about this a lot in my book, Fertile. And I also talk about the importance of balancing the elements. The elements are a huge part of the awakening process that people have to go through, and they are also a part of fertility. And so this is all connected. So the more awakened you are and the more neutral you are, the the greater your elements will be in balance. And so when these elements are connected to the development of the embryo and the sacred geometry as it goes through the motion of creating a child, this is all in my book, Fertile, which is on Amazon and on my website. But I want to go into a little bit about the effects of balanced elements in your body. And my work bringing in kundalini yoga is so important because kundalini yoga naturally balances the elements in your body. So if you have an understanding of how important fire, earth, air, water, and ether are, uh, you'll also, you'll have an, if you understand the effects they have on your emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual well-being, you'll also understand the effects they have on your fertility and the effects they have, um, on your, the awakening process that, you are going to go through and humanity is going through as we move into the heart center. So here is a little bit from my book. This is found on page 103. It says the effects of balanced elements in your body. And I want to speak about this because if you're consciously conceiving, not only do you have to understand your past wounds, but you have to understand what element you are going to be creating this baby in. So right now, the earth is going through the element of fire, going through calcination. And that is the first stage of the great awakening. And so the fire element, it destroys the ego and it destroys attachment, ignorance, uh, pain. And it and it's really awful to go through. And the bigger the ego, the the more painful it is. And so the fire element 
if you are in the fire element, when you conceive a child, you'll have a fiery child. If you're in the water element and you're in deep depression or in grief or you're playing sad songs or you're in deep depression, you're going to create a child like that. If you're in the wind element and you're in high anxiety and you're moving around a lot, you're going to create an anxious child, anxious, anxious child. And so having these ba- these elements balanced, having a neutral mind will create that type of neutrality within your body, which will then be transferred to the type of child you're creating. So again, on page 103, if you have the book at home, fire. When the element of fire comes into balance, you will become a living expression of the God force energy and an incredibly dynamic individual. The fire element has the power to harness the Kundalini Kundalini life force. This brings a connected creativity and expression of divinity here on earth through whatever medium you choose, including creating children. You will feel inspired, creative, and motivated to complete what you came here to do. So again, the fire element will take out the ego, the lower, the lower chakra energies. Um, it'll, you'll have to work through um, sexual issues, um, ignorance around your family, the wounds, um, the attachments you have in order for this to be, to be birthed in a really balanced form. So when it is balanced, a passion for life becomes evidence. Whether you are creating art, you're raising children, or you're working, you feel a really, really strong drive. Energy is abundant and it is focused and you're connected to your higher self and spirit. When water is in balance, it balances your emotional body and you become relaxed and expansive. You will resemble a container able to hold others with your open and expansive approach to life. By this point, you will know where you end and another person begins. Like the edge of a pool, boundaries become natural and they become and they are there for your emotional safety. No one can take advantage of you now because you have released the contracts of obligation. With increased emotional intelligence comes reliability. And the more you trust yourself, the more, more others begin to trust you. So when this element is in balance, like I'm talking about, you have boundaries with your family. You are able to say no to your friends. You're able to say no to things that are not true to you. People that do not have a balanced water element will often lie. They don't want to tell the truth. Parts of their ego or the projection of who they think they are to the world are not true. And so, you know, often people with unbalanced water element will have a drinking problem. They um, will drown themselves in certain things or overdo certain things, over over shop, over eat, over do too many drugs. It's an overabundance. So there's no boundaries. It it is it's like you don't know where you end and another person begins, and you become incredibly attached. So it's it's so in the process of awakening in the process of alchemy dissolution will take away all those things and so you it often creates a great amount of grief so if you're finding you're going through a lot of grief right now you're moving through the water element and so going to those original wounds like i just spoke about will help you move through that grief um, better so that you can create you know a separation um from people that cause you the grief or the memories within yourself that are creating them so another element um, when imbalanced is air. 
Rather than being an unpredictable tornado, the balanced wind element brings calmness and radiates assuredness. This is focused determination with power. You, you begin to see clearly all around you. Though pain is apparent everywhere, you now know how to focus on love. It is natural to surround yourself with individuals who are similar. In fact, you couldn't have it any other way. Relationships have changed at this point and have more breadth and connection. Running away from your past and personal faults is no longer an option. You now stand tall and remain present with yourself, breathing in your body with fluidity. This calms your nervous system down, which lowers your anxiety and anger. There will be truth in your words and a desire to lead and speak because others will now listen. The balanced wind element brings strength, love, and an open heart to serve earth. So what this means is if you have high anxiety, your mind is racing, um, you're very uh, always moving, and you're always thinking, and you're always worrying, you are have an incredibly unbalanced wind element. And in Ayurvedic science, these people tend to be thin, they tend to not eat a lot, but this is um, an unbalanced wind element and the mind races in it. And, and people also often look frazzled. They look, um, their skin look pale. There's not a lot of um, groundedness to them. They, you know, get pushed over by the, the first thing that happens. They, they get all wound up and, and um, become unneutral. So this is a hard element. It, may, it moves you around. It takes things away quickly. And, and so perhaps you are going through a fast move, you lose your job, uh, things quickly move in your life. That's the wind element, but having it balanced is you're just focused. Um, you're, you're one pointed in what you want. You're predictable. You're, you're, you're just more solid. Like you're not the branches of the tree, but you're the trunk of the tree. And so these meditations can help with that, but also food, the right oily food and um, healthy food can help with that. Earth element. When the earth element is in balance, um, the element will keep your life and body grounded when it comes into balance. You will easily begin to build a solid house, a career, or a family and a life. The earth element creates structure, which magnetizes opportunities to you. Whatever you choose to excel in becomes possible because your auric field is grounded into Mother Earth. You become a solid creator of your reality and easily attract the material or spiritual needs required for abundance. Your life will no longer be falling apart or crumbling in areas because you have created a solid foundation within, which becomes apparent without. So a lot of people's earth element on the planet is going to be falling apart along with all these other elements. But that means if you don't have a house, you don't have financial security, you don't know how you're going to take care of this child, all of these things, these structural elements, um, is vital to get into place before you have the child, before you conceive the child so that you're not frantically trying to create that inner groundedness or out, um, outward groundedness while you're pregnant. Ether. Ether is another element we need to talk about. When this element's balanced, it allows you to work with the higher realms with ease. You become physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually attuned to consciousness and will be a co-creator of your reality in conjunction with God. 
the angelic realms, ascended masters, and higher beings all become accessible because you begin to match their frequency with your lighter energy and your thoughts. Your auric field becomes strong because you have cleared it and you love yourself. Others will reflect, reflect this love back. The dream world will be in alignment with your truth because you now understand the story of yourself. When ether is in balance, you are connected to your higher self and begin ascending into the higher realms. And you basically create heaven on earth inside. And so this is an incredibly valuable element to become into balance with at these times and during the time of um, pregnancy because you're basically bringing the higher realms into your body and able to consciously speak to these higher to these higher beings while on earth. So what we don't want to have happen is to, to be always in the um, lower chakras or always in the higher chakras. What we really want to do is to like an enlightened being actually brings that light down into the earth and grounds it deeply, deeply into the earth. And the only place you can actually do this type of work is on the planet. So trying to escape the planet by, you know, only meditating, only, only being in these higher realms is not going to get you farther. And also trying to escape by numbness is not going to get that truth or harmony, love or reverence for God that you're really looking for. So, oh, it's a lot of information and they have so much more. I think these books are so packed that people actually call me or email me and say they have to read it twice, but it's incredibly important. Just, um, that's only a few pages. I just went over of my book fertile, but just to repeat, this is, um, creating a conscious child during these times means really balancing yourself out and going through the awakening process, which is oftentimes, as you can feel from my podcast, not easy and not pleasant and not all light and love. And so, it is going through the the elements of alchemy that change you and change your internal and external world to come into more balance and create a different type of sacred geometry and being within yourself. Again, going through the wounds of your past and understanding them by journaling through this time of being at home during the coronavirus is so important. So start a journal create something on your wall where you look at your whole history. I have a meditation, meditations within my book, Fertile, which will help you, um, you know, go through and burn using, using the elements, burn these memories out of your consciousness. Kundalini yoga meditations out of my book, Mystical Motherhood will also help you um, prepare your body, mind, and soul for the level of child you want to bring down. Uh, preparing your house in a way that you amplify the energy around you constantly through the mantras, through sound, through uh, beautiful music, I mean, beautiful smells, excuse me, and plants and food. And I didn't even go into nutrition in this podcast. So that's a whole nother thing you can do with conscious conception. You have time on your hands right now. And so uh, doing a cleanse, which is, I mean, to me, it's so basic. I forget to mention it, but it is so necessary. So I talk about how to cleanse your body in both fertile and mystical motherhood and the specific supplements are better in fertile, but you can begin to, um, you 
take your prenatal vitamin right now, especially if you're having your second child. You need to make sure the nutrients are high within your body. Make sure you're taking vitamin D to to make sure that the bone structure and, and your own respiratory you know, system is in good health. These are incredibly really important. And cleansing your body and so that your epigenetics is, is, is highly prepared for this child. I can do another podcast on this. It would be great if anybody wants to write me with uh, mysticalmotherhood at gmail.com with any questions that you may have for podcasts of how to bring these children down. If you've had any deaths within your family or you're calling a child down a good mantra to play for both the transitions between life and death is a called a call, A-K-A-L. You can play that over and over and over again in your house right now to help these um, beings that are leaving their body to leave with ease so that they can easily go on to the next incarnation. And if you're wanting to bring a child in or you're about to have a baby, you can play a call. If you know someone that's pregnant and is now going to have to go to the hospital without support system during this time, because I know the hospitals are not letting husbands into the delivery room, please tell them to play these mantras and so that they can get through this. And a good mantra to play is the Akal Mantra, A-K-A-L. You can easily Google that. And that'll help the child. It helps transition um, souls down to the planet and souls out of the planet. Very, very, very powerful. Uh, Please go to my website, www.mysticalmotherhood.com, and you can find both of these books. And there is about... A uh, thousand other things I have not mentioned in this. I mentioned just some of the important things that that people can do while at home, and some of the vital meditations that I think really, really help with conscious conception. If you like this podcast, please, please subscribe. Please leave a star rating. Leave a five stars. It takes two seconds. It really, really helps other women to get it. If you liked it a lot, share it on your story on social media. And if you like the books, Mystical Motherhood and Fertile, take a picture of the books. Please tell other women that want to change this planet that these books exist and we can do this together. And my third book is coming through me right now, and I'm so excited. It'll be about um, the conscious relationship. Uh, Sending you guys much love during this huge, massive transition and heart opening on the planet. Goodbye.